This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, the Alberta election is still about a week or so away, but it is closing. There was a new poll out this morning that showed that the NDP has gone up about five points with the United Conservative Party down about five points, but the gap is still about 10 points or so. So essentially, we could well experience a conservative wave in Alberta coming up next week, and that might not be the only place. What about in all of Canada, with Andrew Scheer leading in the polls uh, for the federal election coming up this fall? What would that mean for us here in BC, and in particular, our provincial government, who are by far the most supportive of policies that address climate change? Well, that's the topic of Keith Baldry's latest column, and he joins us now to talk more about it. Hi, Keith. Hey, Timmy. Okay, so what do you think would happen to BC if we were surrounded by conservative, you know, in Alberta, a government there, and nationally? Well, it, basically, conservatives would run the table from here to uh, Nova Scotia. There would be conservative if Kenny wins and if Andrew Scheer wins. Uh, we're not talking just about you know red Tory parties. These are conservative leaders that are fairly right wing and right wing populist, and certainly not on the same page when it comes to fighting things like climate change. So the NDP government of John Horgan is by far the greenest government in Canada. Um, it really doesn't compare to any any other government on that level. Uh, the other leaders, though, Jason Kenney, Doug. Ford, Scott Moses, Gatchin, Brian Pallister in Manitoba, and Andrew Scheer in Ottawa, I think would be in stunning contrast to a number of NDP policies, particularly on the climate change file. The BC government's clean energy plan is an aggressive plan, or at least a semi-aggressive plan, to curb greenhouse gas emissions and raise the carbon tax and put a price on pollution. And it could very well be the situation where BC stands alone against almost the entire country on that very issue. And the implications potentially are, as our carbon tax increases, suddenly BC has a tax that may not be in place anywhere else in the country. And it can get to the point where it's so expensive that it may put BC at an economic disadvantage. So I think the the stakes are, are getting pretty big for the NDP government here. And the reason I wrote that is I was just picking up in conversation with a number of uh, NDP uh, ministers off the record as they saw, we were talking about Andrew, the sudden possibility that Andrew Scheer could become the the Prime Minister of Canada, which was seemed to be unthinkable just a few months ago. That combined with Jason Kenney and Doug Ford, it would be a pretty powerful triumvirate on on a philosophy that is directly diametrically opposed to the one here in Victoria. What about like even when Gordon Campbell brought in that uh, carbon tax, though, he was all alone on that as well at the time. He was all alone on that, but it wasn't as expensive as it's getting now. It's starting to increase, and it's going to go up every year under the NDP. So it was it was it was sort of hailed by folks at the time that um, it was a, a sort of a visionary move, uh, but it wasn't an economic. Um, sort of an outlier as much as it potentially will become as as it starts to go up to the point where it starts to become very noticeable to people, particularly when you contrast it to the fact that it may not be in place in other provinces. So uh, I think when also the other thing at play here, of course, is we've talked about this before. We joke that John Horgan and Justin Trudeau have a bromance, that they really enjoy each other's company and they support each other's uh, policies. And Trudeau and, uh, and Horgan are potentially all by themselves on the climate change change file amongst political leaders in Canada. If Trudeau disappears and is replaced by Andrew Scheer, that greatly weakens, I think, the 
the whole agenda uh, from the political perspective in terms of governments of fighting climate change through uses such as things as and tools as a carbon tax. And again, it'd be very interesting how BC fares uh, if it's yeah. them against the rest of the country because we're talking conservative governments, Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, Ontario, potentially in Ottawa, a right-leaning government in Quebec, and a conservative government in New Brunswick. And the NDP would be uh, all alone. Yeah, the way you describe it is that BC's left without any friends. And I know that both Jason Kenny and Andrew Shear will definitely want to talk about pipelines. Definitely want to talk about pipelines. The other thing, Kenny uh, is th- he's threatening, of course, yesterday on the campaign trail. Within an hour of taking power, should he win that election, uh, he will proclaim into law the legislation that was passed by the Notley government in the legislature that would proverbially turn off the taps to British Columbia. It doesn't necessarily mean he would enact it immediately. He says he'd, he'd do that to sort of get BC's attention. Uh, but it would get BC's attention. David Eby, today we talked to him. Uh, he says he, they'd be in court pretty quick with a team of lawyers. They're ready to go to seek an injunction. And it would potentially lead to a, a, a costly and who knows where it would go court case. But uh, Kenny's also threatening other things. I mean, there's talk about a, a tourism boycott. Uh, there's talk, uh, he mused a couple years ago, about ins- uh, inspections of trucks at the border to ensure no rats are coming into what is considered to be officially a rat-free province in Alberta. That could have economic mayhem for the commercial trucking industry. So things could get very nasty between Alberta and uh, NBC with Jason Kenney in charge. And just exacerbating that situation would be the prospect, very real prospect, of Andrew Scheer becoming prime minister and certainly not yeah. on the same page as Kenny on every issue. He'd certainly be a lot friendlier to Jason Kenney than Justin Trudeau would. And that's why I ended my column speculating that a lot of New Democrats may secretly and off the record be cheering for Justin Trudeau to recover and continue to hold power in Ottawa because that is something they far more um, prefer than yeah. a Andrew Scheer, Jason Kenney, Doug Ford uh, triumvirate against them. Well, I can see, you know, like right now, a lot of people talk about how Alberta feels isolated right? And alone. And they don't feel the rest of the country has been very fair to them. I can see that changing pretty quick to people in BC feeling that way, if that is a scenario that unfolds. Oh, exactly. I mean, uh, BC, again, would be an outlier against pretty well the rest of the country. I I mean, I don't think PEI and Newfoundland really figure into the the larger scheme of things. But uh, you've basically got a string of blue provinces between here and uh, Nova Scotia. And as I say, the the leaders now, they're not sort of the Bill Davis, Peter Lockheed conservatives. No. Uh, Jason Kenney, uh, Doug Ford and Andrew Scheer are uh, are certainly a little more right wing populist, and you've got a couple of that with the so called Bozo eruptions that seem to happen almost hourly with Jason Kenney in Alberta, and maybe that's the reason why the NDP is picking up some ground ground there. But uh, you've got uh, it's a it's a significant shift to the right uh, nationally, and leaves BC basically on its own uh, with a, with an NDP government looking at a lot of. Uh, not really good friends across yeah. the Rockies. Does that change, do you think, the dynamics for the federal election as well? If the time comes, like if Alberta you know, if it goes conservative next week, people tend to vote like the opposite, right, for a national government. Do you think that'll play into it at all? Well, I think the, the, the Trudeau um, government's very much, you know, sort of at sea right now. Oh, no kidding. If they start to hemorrhage even further, I mean, the whole thing could just tumble tumble away, and, uh, and Andrew Shearer would have a cakewalk. But you're right, 
people sometimes vote differently federally than they do provincially. But I think Alberta is sort of a monolith. It's a, it's almost the the one party town there. Uh, the NDP is is strong in Edmonton, but um, in terms of um, of the rest of the country, it's uh, it's really we're off to the races. Uh, in terms of the impact on the election, I think the focus will start to shift to Andrew Shear. And Trudeau may very well again try to make the argument: Look, you want to you want to block Andrew Shear from government? You got to yeah. vote for me, and he'll be sending that message to new Democrats as much as anyone else. I can see that happening. Yeah, I think that's how it's going to shape up. Listen, Keith, thank you. Anytime, me. That is Keith Baldry, our Global BC Legislative Bureau Chief, his latest column where he outlines that scenario.